We have learned of the first known death from the virus known as Alaska pox. The elderly man who died was in Alaska. What is Alaska pox and do we need to worry about it in the lower 48 states? For that and more, we turn to Dr. William Schaffner, professor of infectious diseases at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. He joins us on the record on WCBS. Dr. Schaffner, thank you for joining us. So in layman's terms, what is Alaska pox? Well, Alaska pox is a very unusual and somewhat exotic viral infection that is limited to Alaska. A lower 48 doesn't have to be concerned about this. This is a virus that is part of the same family as mpox and smallpox. So it does cause skin lesions that are kind of blistery pox-like lesions, but it obviously also can cause systemic symptoms fever, lack of appetite, feeling poorly, and the like. Now, this is a very rare infection. Only a handful of cases have been uh, found in, uh, in the United States, in Alaska, over many years. Most of them get well all by themselves. But as you said, Steve, the unfortunate person who got infected recently was immune-compromised. His immune system couldn't handle this virus, and it took over and caused his death, unfortunately. How is Alaska pox spread? Ah, Alaska pox lives in small rodents, balls, and shrews. Now, this person had a contact directly with those little animals, or perhaps had a cat that mouthed one of these animals trying to kill it, and then came home and scratched or bit the person who was infected. Does an infected animal have to bite or scratch a person to spread the virus, or could it be passed through casual contact, say if the man had simply held his cat? Well, it's possible that you could get less direct transmission, but exactly how this person acquired his infection, I think, is still unknown. I think it's unlikely that got it just from holding his cat, but I'm not entirely sure about that. So we know it can be passed from animals to humans. Can it be spread from humans to other humans? Well, that hasn't happened yet with Alaska pots, but can happen with those other similar viruses, mpox and smallpox. So I would imagine theoretically that could be the case. So once a person has the Alaska pox virus, it can be treated if the person is perhaps otherwise in good health? Well, we think so. Remember, I've said there are only about uh, a handful and a half of such cases that have been reported, so we still have a lot of experience. But arguing analogously, for example, from mpox, I would say yes. Now, let me say, aside from this unfortunate gentleman who passed away, because he was immune compromised, the other cases have resolved spontaneously. So at the moment, we have the sense that this is not usually a very severe infection. I wonder why Alaska pox is getting so much attention right now. I mean, it has an interesting name, and, and sadly, one person has died from it. But why do you suppose the media seems to have grabbed onto Alaska pox? Well, because of the couple of things that you have just mentioned, and also there's an exotic, rare 
a component to this. So I think unusual things, things that are biologically quirky, uh, get our attention. And finally, it's called Alaska pox. The first known death from it was in Alaska. It's not a threat to the lower 48. I mean, not to make light of it, but would a cat have to travel from Alaska to Seattle to spread it? Well, so far, no cases have been found, and there's no evidence of this virus in the lower 48 or in Hawaii. Uh, so uh, we think that at the moment, the ecological reservoir for this virus remains in Alaska. And there's no fear, at least for now, that cats in the U.S., the continental U.S., might be infected. None whatsoever. Uh, we have a cat at home. We're not concerned. This is a fascinating topic. Alaska pox. Dr. William Schaffner at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Thank you for talking with us. We do appreciate it, doctor. 